experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Proverbs chapter 11, that's our, our scripture we used last week. And our test scripture for all these balanced messages. <laughs> Glory to God. It says that a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Praise God. Now, the context of this scripture is about fraud. So this scripture actually, he was writing to businessmen. If you read other versions, that's why he lets you understand that those who do business and defraud people, God doesn't like it. But we are also putting in this context that we have to live a balanced life. And every church ought to be balanced according to scripture, not according to what we think. Praise God. Tell the guy by you, every church got to be balanced and every Christian ought to be balanced as well ask him are you balanced and are you in a balanced church don't don't let him answer when I finish you know glory to Jesus a false balance is an abomination to the Lord but a just weight is his delight so when we talk about balance we are not talking about 50-50 We are talking about proportion. Praise God. We are talking about equity, not equality. So we are not saying that a balanced church is a church that gives 50% to this and 50% to that. No. Now when God, when Jesus instituted the church, when he died on the cross and instituted the church, he told the disciples that I am going, but I will bring you another comforter. And when this comforter comes, he shall guide you into all truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then he told them that they should wait for the Holy Spirit was going to come. And the day the Holy Spirit came, the Bible said that they were filled with power. Hallelujah. And they became immediately witnesses. So the main goal of a church is to witness. So when a church stop witnessing, the church is losing balance. So when a church stop witnessing, because that is the foremost. How do we get people to church? By witnessing. How do we get sinners born again? By witnessing. Praise God. So when a church stop witnessing, the church is going on a on a balance which is not good are you here at all glory to jesus but when the church also only witnesses and does not do discipleship it's also falling in balance because he said that go to the world and preach the gospel and make pupils of the nation teaching them whatsoever i have commanded thee praise god so when we people get born again they ought to be taught hey and that we are winning souls and bringing them into the kingdom the souls are not dying and going to heaven 
they are here in the earth realm and how do we teach them the kingdom life how do we teach them to become proper followers of the lord jesus by discipling them that is why if you're in a church where you are not being discipled that church is not a balanced church so a church that is not discipling people is not a balanced church because all they are doing is gathering people they have twenty thousand people but those people only come to church on sunday there are no discipleship classes for them nobody is teaching them the way of the lord can i tell you something god didn't okay let me put it this way preaching is good we are supposed to preach preaching means proclamation but when we come to church you ought to be taught we can't always always proclaim to you because you have to learn the way of the lord and learning the way of the lord is by teaching now you realize that some of the religious sects that are die hard religious people they don't preach to them they teach them because teaching has a way of working on your mind and giving you a stronghold oh you are getting me you see jehovah witness you 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 want to preach your jehovah witness you should know some scriptures man because that guy is quoting scriptures verse by verse and his understanding of it is wrong no he's reading watchtower he's reading uh watch lighthouse watch everything and that is what they are teaching them indoctrinating them indoctrination is good depending on what kind of indoctrination is it if you are indoctrinated properly what what doctrine teaching doctrine entering in you is indoctrination it means that the doctrine has entered inside you this danidoku dictionary (laughs) it means that the doctrine has entered so imagine you are indoctrinated with the right doctrine nobody can take it off from you praise god so teaching is good it is the best way to get to know the lord jesus didn't preach to his disciples ask me why because he knows that he is going to leave them just three years he is just going to be with them just three years. and within that three years they have to observe that is why they walk with him every day and he taught them this you got to do it this way this you got to put it there he discipled them that is why they were called disciples they were not just coming every sunday or meeting jesus no they were discipled can i get a very big amen so every balanced church got to disciple its people tell the guy are you allowing yourself to be disciple so if you are not allowing yourself to be disciple then you yourself too you are not balanced tell the guy painfully tell him <laughs> can i get a very big amen a balanced church is a church that uses the word of god purely praise god we don't have any other material our material is the word of god oh glory to jesus let's read uh, first timothy second timothy second timothy chapter three i'm trying to work out this thing man you got to be fast with me second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 he said all scripture is given by the inspiration of god and is profitable for you see doctrine is there is profitable for teaching for what 
and you don't why are you not helping me you don't you can't pronounce that word reward for correction and for instruction in righteousness so when you come to church you got to hear doctrine sound doctrine sound teachings that will build you up preaching does not build you up teaching builds you up preaching inspires you to go to the next level like i can say i see 21 people something good is going to happen to you you got to shout amen because it's good but how that good thing you can get it or when you get it you maintain it is by teaching praise god so a balanced church is a church that focuses more on teaching than preaching we can preach to you every sunday no we got to teach you more because there is so much to learn when you start reading the bible you realize that you don't know much those who think they know are those who are not reading the bible anytime you find somebody that want to argue about the bible he don't know nothing he's not reading this word but when you begin to read the word you realize that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened glory to god one time we are making calls and one guy called we said we invite you for our program uh excellence life conference we are going to teach you how to be excellent in your marriage excellent in the the guy got offended you guys are supposed to be preaching the kingdom why are you preaching on marriage and money i won't come so he talked to him so when i came he told me i said i took the phone and i called him back i said sir if whatever he said what is offensive about it probably he didn't put it well i want to know so that we can rephrase our statement he said no you guys are preaching instead of preaching the kingdom you are preaching marriage and they ask him are you going to be married he said yes i said wow are you marrying in the kingdom or outside the kingdom he said in the kingdom that's if you were married in the kingdom then we have to teach you how to stay in marriage in the kingdom then he was quiet so i thought the guy was never going to get married then i, I understand him man. then i asked him would you ever do business in the kingdom he said yes i'll do business in the kingdom i'm like whoa a balanced church ought to teach you how to do business in the kingdom are you going to get money this people don't want money man do you need some money man then a balance check we got to teach you how to make some money in the kingdom and under all we are going to be doing is coming to church and praying praying tongues and we are broke in our pockets and the worldly guys will be laughing at that but no a balance check will teach you all that because when you die you when you get born again you are not outside of this world you are in the world but world you are not off off means you are not part of the principles of the world you now apply the principles of the kingdom because you have not left this world glory to god so balance will teach you how to work out things in your marriage because your life must be holistic there is nothing like uh, campus life uh, business life you have one life and that life is in christ jesus so now that you are in christ jesus we ought to teach you so that you will be balanced in christ jesus are you getting whatever i'm talking about so all scripture is given by what the inspiration of give me amplified amplified will show you something 
I got a lot to say this morning, man. Every scripture is God breathed, given by His inspiration, and profitable for what? There are people who cannot be instructed in church. A balanced church will instruct you. We say, don't sit here, you don't sit here, because there are instructions in the house of God. Tell the guy. The guy will obey the road signs. Traffic light, pew, he'll stop. Nobody is there. The light is the one making him to stop. The guy can obey light, but when he comes to church, we give him the word of God. Don't do this. He doesn't want to obey. He obey everything in the world. His phone, the phone, he said that don't, don't charge when you are making call. He won't do that one. You know you don't have to put your hand into the electricity socket. What happened to you? So you obey all the natural instructions. Why can't you obey spiritual instructions? There are instructions in the house of God. And every church has its own instructions to make things work. Because Paul said all things must be done in orderly manner. So tell the guy that in a balanced church you are instructed. Tell him. Yeah, and it doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account. It doesn't matter whether you are fair or dark. It doesn't matter whether you are short or tall or you are fat or slim. No, no fat. You are big, you are plumpy. Oh, you are slim. Oh, no, you are not slim. You are size six or size eight. You know, that's the new term in town. You got to understand the new terms in town, man. You get what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. So you got to obey instruction. We instruct you no matter who you are. And you got to obey the instructions. Praise God. Let me go on. Let me go on. Are you liking the message? I've not reached anywhere. And profitable for instruction, for reproof, and co- for reproof and conviction of sin. When we preach, you got to be convicted. Somebody say, I don't like the way when you do it, they say, they are judging me. Why is it that people are judgmental? A balanced church is not judgmental. A balanced church teaches the word of God. We don't judge people by their personality. We judge people by their action according to the word of God. Uh-huh. So when you do something that is wrong according to not my standard, but according to the word of God, I got to tell you, and I'm not judging your personality. I'm speaking to you about what God is saying. So now everywhere, you are judging me. People want to do anything they want. Oh, that is why when there were no judges, the Bible said, the people did what was right in their own eyes. As long as it is right for you, it's not about what is right for you. It is what is right according to scripture. Because what governs a balanced church is the word of God. Not the constitution of the church constitution of church is for church governance but how we live the standard is the word of god tell the guy he doesn't know wait wait let's continue for correction of error <laughs> even this one sin he said even if you make an error we have right to correct you some people say you don't have to correct him why can't we correct you how can you come to church and what I'm teaching you are making call you don't respect the Holy Ghost and when I correct you you will be offended look at the guy and say why are you like that you don't like being offended about everything or when the usher comes and take the phone from you you are just offended but you can't do that anywhere 
for correction of error and discipline in obedience is discipline here so in the house of god you ought to be disciplined and the discipline is not that give me three squats no you don't understand <laughs> do you get it but discipline means that you do things properly you obey the word of god whatever we say you make sure it is it, you do it that is if it's according to the word of god you get what i'm talking about don't sit in church and sit in front between gang then you make the ball how would the guy by you hear the word of god for correction of error and discipline in obedience and for training in righteousness in holy living in conformity to god's will in thought purpose and action you see uh, amplify in thought so whatever we we are teaching your thought must become pure if you are supposed to project what you are thinking right now some of you will be watching horror movie because by this time you are stabbing somebody behind your back glory to god so we you see you see how things are so we are we talking about personality he said in word thought purpose and action so when we see this thing we train you in righteousness can i get a very big amen and you have to allow yourself to be trained in righteousness it's a spiritual training so you don't go to church just on sunday to hear the word of god and go home you ought to be trained when we are doing discipleship class you are there when we, we are there for prayer you are there when it's, it's, it's camp meeting you are there fasting you are there the church is balanced can i get a very big amen so balance being given the right proportion so we give the right proportion of the word the church is a spiritual entity so more of spiritual things must be done in church than carnal things does that mean that we will not also do anything that is natural no we will last time we played football other than that all we are doing is speaking in tongues holy go baptism but we have to do more of that than playing football because it's their proportion why the church is a spiritual entity because some people are so soulish the spiritual things are a bottom to them they can't sit in church and listen to the word of god for one hour they will just be jittery so when is he going to close but he can sit and watch chelsea match one and a half hours he's watching his eyes are glued Sample can watch Rambo 1, Rambo 2, Rambo 3, Rambo 4 in one sitting. But then they come to church. We say, listen to part 1, part 2, part 3 of balanced Christian and balanced church. After listening to 30 minutes, he's tired. Do you know there are people who cannot listen to tapes, Christian tapes? They can't. That they'll put a CD and listen to the word of God. It's very hard for them. Why? They are soulish people. And they ought to be trained how to do such things can i get a very big amen let's look at now let's look at example the church of corinth so that we'll see whether they were a balanced church or not are you here with me hmm. first corinthians chapter one let me read verse, verse five 
that in everything ye were enriched by him in all utterance this is a church when he came to utterance they were there praise god and in all world to the church of Corinth, he said that i came to you with i came not with excellency of speech or wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of god for i determined not to know anything among you save christ and him crucified and i was with you in weakness in fear and in trembling and my speech and my preaching was not what with enticing words of man's wisdom but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man but what how be it we speak wisdom among them that are matured perfect means what yet not wisdom of this world nor of the princes of this world you can read down this church upon all the spiritual gift they had they were not matured a balanced church is a church that is raising matured christians not gifted christians the guys were gifted when you come to prophecy this guy can just prophesy but that is the guy that lives anyhow after church are you here with me if you're here say hey so the church must read more what matured people than gifted people this church is the same church that paul called them canal that's the same church he said that when I, you people are canal you can canal christian he called that church canal people that are gifted how could they be canal they were gifted but they were worldly is somebody getting what i'm talking about oh if you are here let me see. are you getting the message or are you sure so this church they were they were so canal so paul said that even when i come to you i I have to speak wisdom but i speak wisdom only among the matured they were not there if the church will raise balanced christians then the balanced people must be matured people the only way we can mature them is to all teach praise god and our doctrine too must be balanced when we teach on angels we shouldn't teach on angels so that it will look like they are no demons when we teach on angels we have to let you know they are demons too we shouldn't teach on demons too so much to make it look like they are no angels when we tell you on demons we tell you on angels you got to understand when we teach on the love of god yes god is loving we don't teach us so much on the love of god to let you feel like god is not a god that judges and we teach you on the love of god we also let you know that god can judge you he's the god that loves but that same god can sit in the judgment seat he's a lamp and a lion that's why the bible called the word of god the two-edged sword it cuts this way and it cuts that way so a balanced church puts the message in perspective can i get a very big amen if we are we, we are laying hands on people spiritual gifts are moving in the church we shouldn't depend too much also on spiritual gifts spiritual gifts are good but there are other churches that are also teaching so much word 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 and no spiritual gifts we will we make room for spiritual gifts yet we make room for the word of god it makes it balance oh i can feel you here can i get a very big amen 
so that if you come to church on sunday and every sunday we are prophesying that church is not balanced every sunday we are casting out demons that church is not balanced we can't cast out demons every sunday oh you gotta get it you gotta get the word of god yet we still make room for miracles we still make room for healings we still make room for the gifts of the spirit but we cannot do that every time jesus had a balanced ministry when you look at jesus it was not every time jesus was casting out devils most often he was teaching them the word of god because it's the word of god that has the ability to build you up and build you up and give you an inheritance among the saints can i get a very big amen read through jesus's ministry you realize that only few times he prayed for the sake he didn't do that every time but most often you find him teaching that is the balanced ministry that is a balanced church a balanced church is not a church we spend the whole day in church because your christian life is not inside the chapel can i speak to somebody here your life that you live is not here here when we come we are all nice oh we are all nice guys hello how are you we talk holy hello sister so so and so praise the lord peace and grace unto you shalom shalom on the streets huh. you are i will not continue very naughty and haughty but here but your christian life is outside praise god so god calls the church you see i've given you pastors prophets teachers evangelists so that to equip you so that you will do the work of the ministry and the work of the ministry is done outside not inside so we can spend the whole day you know some people can spend the whole day in church thinking that that was what will build them up that is not what going to build you up you have to have a relationship with god yourself tell the guy by you yeah we encourage people to come to church which is good the bible says you should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together but you have to make time the church makes time so that you will also have your own personal relationship with god and that is a balanced church he said that we should do all things in order paul wrote to the church of Corinth. he said let everything be done well orderly if it's time for us to minister and prophesy we have to do that in order we don't just prophesy and do things anyhow it must be done in order oh you are getting me can i get a very big amen if you are teaching it might be done in order if you arrange people that's why i'm obsessed about arranging people people shouldn't sit anyhow everything might be done in order that is a balanced ministry so a balanced church is teaching you spiritual things yet it's also equipping you to live in the society because when you live here you are going to live in your society when you live here you are going to be with your wife and with your family if things are not happening well in, in your in, in, in your marriage how do you live a balanced christian life talk to me if you are going back as a student and you cannot manage your finances you cannot manage your steady time and study well and pass your exam but you are a christian speaking in tongue loud you are not balanced can i get a very big amen hallelujah the balanced church is the conscience of the society that the, the world has to see us 
and see Christ in the church. So we are not all prayerful, praying, 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 and gathering people. The church must affect the society. And I think that God is about to empower Christ's country. As we are in East Legon, we the, the East Legon must feel our presence. Oh, I see a time coming. We'll be feeding people. Uh, we'll be feeding people Thursday evening, giving people free food to eat. That is a balanced church. So a balanced church is not the church that is always taking money. Give us, give us, give us, give us. And they are not giving back to the society. We we have not been called for society problems that's you to understand our main goal is to win souls and train them but in winning the souls and training them they are leaving the society so we must take societal problems as part of our work but that is not the main thing oh you are not getting me are you getting what i'm talking about so when you hear that the church is doing some communal labor in East Legon, you got to be part of it. Don't say, this is not spiritual. We, we want to speak in tongues, speak in tongues, and walk in dirty gutters. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So that is a balanced church. Ask the guy, how balanced do you want to be? Can I get a very big amen? So we are not just taking money, 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 but the church got to affect the society praise god we are raising that's why we are raising you to be an all-rounder when you enter your job when you enter your workplace people see you to be different can i get a very big amen you know what the economy is about you know you are not just a spiritual guy who doesn't know where the economy is going you know nothing you don't even know the dollar rate you know nothing all you are doing is praying how could you do good business Prayer is not what to make you do good business. Prayer is a force that gives you divine advantage. But you have to learn some things to be okay in doing business. Now, should we turn the church into a business class? No. We teach you the word of God. How you should go about things. The rest is left up to you. Uh, are you here with me? Are you here with me? I see some of you rising up. Your amen is not uh, encouraging. I see some of you rising up. Becoming giants in your society. Affecting the society. In the name of Jesus. I see Christ's country moving higher. Affecting leaders. Influencing people. And changing our society. Let me hear a very big amen. Can I hear the amen louder? Let me hear glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we are there, but we are balanced. We don't go too this way. When it comes to spiritual things, we don't... I told you, we cannot be too spiritual because we are a spiritual entity. But we can over-spiritualize everything. An unbalanced church is a church where every problem is a demon problem. It's not every problem that's a demon problem. They are people, they just need to be loved. Simple. And they become depressed because nobody loves them. They have been looking for a husband for long, nothing. And it makes them, they get love fever. They don't need deliverance. They just need a hug. Let me just go to this. Can I speak to real people here? So he said that your problem is spiritual. And I've entered, why? It's not everything that is a spiritual problem. 
it's not everything that's a spiritual problem so when the church makes everything spiritual everything that you see when there's trouble in your life you are demon you see cocoa flying frog in the demon why you got to be balanced so a balanced church make you to know that there are things that if you are not doing properly in your life if you are not eating where you get sick is it demon eat well simple can i get a very big amen how many of you you don't even how many of you exercise at all you don't some of you don't even, why you say body exercise profiteth little no even the little one too you have to take it that is balance it's not about equality the proportion i take in more of the word of god but the little one that i need for my body that one too i'll do it then it makes you balance tell the guy shake him and say please be balanced an unbalanced church is a church that will spend three hours to worship and do choreography and 15 minutes for the word of God. Very unbalanced church. One day, Yongi Cho was invited to America. You know how Americans can do these things. And they went to, he, he flew from Seoul, Korea to Atlanta for this leadership conference. And he was going to teach them about church growth. <laughs> he got there, the singer, oh my God. Then choreography all over the place. One hour, one hour, thirty minutes, two hours. They were still there. Oh, he didn't mind because he thought he had a lot of time. After all this, they said, "Now let's welcome our guest preacher, all the way from Seoul, Korea." He's one of the great men of God that is shaking the world. He is a man that has over one million congregation. So you will learn something from him. With a standing ovation giving honor unto whom honor is due. Church, let's welcome to the podium, Dr. Yonggi Cho. Then he got there and the guy who is spending here, you have 15 minutes. 15 minutes to teach on church growth so he got there and said thank you for inviting me the lord bless you and keep you bye-bye he took his bible and he left that is an unbalanced church you got to give the right purpose we are not in church to sing the main essence that we are here is to hear the word of god read through the the, the church there was nothing music in the in the in the new testament church did you see musicians in the New Testament church? Show me musicians. There are no musicians. All these things have been added to make it good. Because the main thing is the word of God. So we have to make more time for what? Check somebody by and say, hey, hey, hey. Tell him we got to make more time for the word. So an unbalanced church gives more time to unnecessary things and less time to the word of God. The word of God is the most important thing. Tell the guy. Tell him again. Forget about that guy. Look at another guy and tell him. Can I get a very big amen? An unbalanced church is the church that put their faith in faith materials than put their faith in the word of God. What are faith-based materials? Oil, water, handkerchief, shoes, socks, anointed socks, anointed shoes, anointed handkerchiefs, anointed t-shirt, umbrellas, paraphernalia, anointed 
that is an unbalanced church we need all those things to make the church oh you know it's good but we don't put all our faith in that faith our faith must be really in the word of god so the balanced church raises the people to put their faith in the word of god so that when they are on the airplane and the anointing water or anointing oil gets finished they don't jump out to go and buy one but they stay up to yourself and the word of god comes out of their spirit because when the word is in your spirit you carry it everywhere 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 you you don't see something negative happening you're like ah wait for me i'm going to bring my oil no i am a child of god when the devil came to jesus he didn't say devil is that you wait i have some oil no jesus said it is written why the word is in his spirit can i get a very big amen so he posted that let the word of god dwell in you no one time somebody went to buy a full bag of anointing water fill his house why he's an unbalanced christian when he finished you fly go and buy another one when he has the bible by him and he's not reading it you see how we have made the church unbalanced an unbalanced church is where they exalt the pastor beyond jesus unbalanced church everything ah my pastor they are forgetting about jesus everything ah my pastor they are forgetting about jesus that's an unbalanced church paul said we should honor the men of god yeah we got to honor them but we don't so make them more than jesus jesus is the lord the pastor is not the lord can i get a very big amen in africa pastors are so much title conscious than work conscious it is not what you call me that makes me me it is what god has called me that makes me me you don't need me to call me a prophet to make me a prophet no it's god that called me a prophet oh come on so we don't we are unbalanced they exhort the pastor this is the oracle this is the bazooka nonsense this is unbalanced imagine jesus having a nickname what nickname will you give jesus the ballistic papalistic you can give him anything but they call him jesus and that wouldn't change his power he was all powerful jesus will walk and somebody say jesus jesus and he was still powerful he didn't say do you know who i am but you just call me jesus I am the son of God. As I'm walking, I carry all the angels on my wings. Jesus. You see how unbalanced places are. Even if you talk to somebody, you say, hey, my pastor. He has forgotten Jesus. His pastor's picture is on his wall, which is nice. You put my picture in your house. It's nice. But it's not that when you fall in trouble, you touch the picture. You are making an image. When you do that, God will kill that man of God quickly. I want to leave 120. I will not go one day beyond 120. Can I get a very big amen? A balanced church exhausts Jesus, not the pastor. Can I get a very big amen? Yes, exhausting Jesus also doesn't mean that we disrespect the pastor. 
a balance check put proper things in shape we honor the pastor but we we exalt jesus oh so paul said imitate me as i if that thing was not there then we cannot imitate paul but as long as he's imitating christ who is the lord oh come on tell somebody come on unbalanced church exhorting the pastor beyond any other thing praise god how many of you want me to live long yeah i'm not living one day less than not even one second less than 120. that's not i'm not i'm not in a rush i'm taking my time because my journey is far these people uh, is your journey as far as mine are you going where i'm going so we don't we don't we are not in a rush at all 120 and i'll still be looking like this whether you believe it or not you live up to that time and see me let me see you that will prove it tell the guy that will be the proof can i get a very big amen hallelujah oh god let the church of jesus christ be balanced let us be balanced let us be balanced can i get a very big amen an unbalanced church is a church where they always have to do something for somebody to give unbalanced but Ghanaian Christians like it if you're in America your ministry by this time you are everywhere which is true and he said that in Africa the people like gimmicks and I said but somebody got to change their mindset hey can I tell you something you are not in this church to pay bills you didn't come to come and pay bills no you came to be taught when you grow you help us to pay bills when you are a, a, a child that's where we have to do something I, I see 21 people by the time you give this seed uh, you see people running and after i've thought like this thinking that your mind will be revolutionized so that you can just write a check and come and drop it they won't but i will continue to teach it like this till you get it can I tell you something? One day, Pastor Chris Oyakilome said, he took him 13 years to teach on giving his church. 13. And now in their church, giving is just nothing. Yeah, and he said, God told him, don't push the people to give. Teach. And he'll teach and don't give. You teach on tight. People will just intentionally not pay tight. He didn't hunt them. No churches, they are calling you, where is your tight? That's an unbalanced church. Unbalanced church is the church they are calling you for your tithe. Your money is your money. <laughs> Must you not pay tithe? You got to give the tithe. But we will never call you that way is your tithe. No. We are too balanced for that. Tell the guy. Nobody will call you from Christ's country to bring your tithe. Tell him. Forget about that guy. Look at another guy and tell him. Yeah. Then we are keeping record. For three months, you have missed your tithe. <laughs> Unbalanced church. The people ought to be encouraged to do godly things. You cannot force anybody to do godly things. They have to be taught. And when they get the word, revelation, they do it. Can I get a very big amen? So I'll continue to teach you like this. And continue to teach you like this. I know a few of you will grasp it. And very soon, when you sign one check, we can do things for five years. I think that I'm speaking to only four people. 
can I speak to four people here that one day you are going to just sign one check and that check will help us to do things for five years ah if you are the one say ah I am the one I am the one look at the guy say this church is a balanced church tell him tell him that why are you not part of this church tell him forget about him look for the guy who is not part of the church why are you not part of this church well what a balanced church hey I said what a balanced church is the church a balanced church what a wow can I get a very big amen hallelujah glory to God an unbalanced church is a church where they force people to work for God they are just letting everybody work 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 for God and a balanced church encourages people to work for the Lord you cannot be forced to work for God you got to understand what you are putting yourself into you have to volunteer yourself to work for God a balanced church will teach you when you fall in love with Jesus nobody will even have to coerce you to work for God you just want to do something in the house of God you cannot stay can I get a very big amen an unbalanced church is when we come to church and we are all I'm desperate for you we love you Lord and we close and people are not friendly Anytime you meet somebody that we close, you today when we close, watch. You will see unbalanced Christians. When we just close, they'll just take their back. Give me my back. They'll just take their back. Hello, hi. They are gone. A balanced church. When we close, people are interacting. It is called the the uh, the assembling of each other. We are exchanging what graces. Can I get a very big amen? Sharpening one another. So immediately we close today i want everybody to watch somebody when we close the first person who will get out of the door it doesn't mean she didn't get out of the door the guy that when we get out you see him crow, crow, and walk out he's trying to make this church on balance and we will not allow you you must be friendly the balanced church is a friendly church oh come on come on let me hear a shout of praise blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278.